Good evening, Mr. Ham. How are you doing? I'm all right, Mr. Claywell. How about yourself? I'm doing wonderful, sir. Just great. So I got you over here tonight. There's There's been a thing brewing in the back of my head for a little while here. Anybody out there that's listening, it's, it's an idea that I've had. It's something that I kind of wanted to do. I thought we might have... You know, on a rare, not every time, but on a rare occasion, maybe we could uh, deep dive into an episode of a show that I really enjoy called Black Mirror. It's a, it's a weird show. Now, I've got to say, I've only watched the one episode that you you were like, okay, you need to watch this one because this is the one we want to talk about tonight. Okay. But I'm just going to say, what I watched, I liked, and it's probably going to be one that, it's now on my to-watch list, so I'm going to, and even mom was like, she caught part of the episode, Ashley sat and watched it with me, and she was like, okay, so that show you were watching the other day, how long are they? And I was like, honestly, I don't know. The one that we watched was like 60 minutes, but I think it's anywhere between like an hour to maybe an hour and a half per episode, something like that. Typically, So yeah. I was like, um, I was like, thing is, we watched like, that was like the first episode of the third season. It's the only thing I've watched. And each one of them is like standalone, right? Yeah. Every episode's completely standalone, have no, no interaction with any other episode so far. Yeah. So that way, and I was like, so we're, I'm going to try to watch it. I'm sure mom wants to start watching it. And Ashley seemed pretty interested. So if mom and Ashley are both interested, Penelope does take naps occasionally and right. they normally get the remote whenever she's asleep. Okay. So I might get to watch some Black Mirror. <laughs> right on. Well, if you do, that's awesome. I, You know, like I said, it's not something I want to do like every week. I don't want to turn it into just that's what the podcast is. No, no, But no. just occasionally. If we find something, something that's interesting or something that parallels something that we see in the world. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's specifically why I singled out this episode. And like, like you said, it's the first episode of the third season. Yes. Uh it, the, the title of the episode is Nosedive. Yes. And I just found the whole concept of the episode very prescient. It's bizarre to say the least. Right. And if anybody hasn't seen the show, uh, Black Mirror is, if you ask me, in the vein of something like the Twilight Zone or Outer Limits. It has a, a that kind of feel to the show. It does. It does. It's very sci-fi-y, but it's not sci-fi-y as in robots and space and stuff like that. It is like right, science right. concepts that possibly could take place. It, and it's just kind of out there. Weird. Yeah. A lot of the stuff, to, to me, here's the, like, it's near future. Like yes. They never really specify a time frame. That where when this is taking place? No, realistically, the, the episode that we're going to talk about tonight could be ten years from now. Right, exactly, exactly. So, I mean, it's it's really it's close. It's yeah. it, it's one of those things. So yeah, and a lot of it does have that near future kind of feel, and you never really know is that five years from now, thirty years from now, fifty years from now, right? Uh, because a lot of there. The, the core concept of the episode is going to be some kind of piece of technology, right? typically speaking, and how that technology has influenced society. Yeah, how its application has, has, yeah, has created either a niche or the way people live in this world that they've created. Right, exactly. And so the, the show kind of asks these questions of like, how does technology affect the human condition? It, it, some of them are really cool. Some of them are scary. I mean, not not <laughs> horror movie scary, but just in concept, the principle that they right take or the viewpoint that they take could you know this could be what happens is a little 
intimidating. Think of parallel universe. If, right. If AI were created <laughs> 10 years ago, how would that have influenced and what would we be living in today? Exactly. Um, that Those kind of things. Right. So here's what I want to say before we go any further. If you haven't watched and you do have Netflix and you want to watch this episode before you continue on, pause us right now. Yeah. Episode one, season three, it's called Nosedive. Correct. It's 60 minutes long. When you get back to us after watching the episode, it'll make a lot more sense. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because and and spoiler warning, we're going to talk about the episode in detail. So yes. there, there will be spoilers if you don't want that ruined, then... Then, like I say, pause us and watch. Pause us, watch it, or, you know, come back after you watched it, or and here's the good skip thing. this episode, I here's guess. Here's the good thing. So, even if you are, like, on episode three of the first season, you can still pause us, go watch episode one of the third season, because they are all standalone, and you right. won't be really messing anything with... There's, there's no linear timeline to be messing with. So, you would just catch that episode, and then you can skip it when you actually get to it. Right. So, that, so we're not going to mess with you that way. Yeah, exactly. That being said, though, let's talk about this episode because it is, dude, it is out there. I like right. the way it starts off is just you, you see the, the the little redheaded girl that's in it, um, right? That and she's running. Bryce she's, Dallas Howard, yep, yeah, playing Lacey. Yeah, yep. Um, and she's she's doing her morning jog, and as she's going, like. She starts like to me, I had no clue what was going on in the episode for the first few minutes. So she would see these people that were jogging by her and there would be a little circle that popped up around their face and there would be like numbers. Yeah. And I was like, what in the world? So um, once I once you get into the episode within just a few minutes, you figure out really, really quickly what those numbers represent. Right. And so the whole Society basically is based off of kind of this Facebook sort of a structure and everybody is carrying around. I, don't, I wouldn't really call it a telephone, but it's what we would think of as a smartphone. But in the in the episode, they look more like a clear piece of glass kind yeah. of that you use your hands to gesture on like swipes and stuff. Uh, they don't really it's more typically. Touchpad. Yeah. And they typically don't have anything on the surface of the phone because everybody has gotten uh, an implant in their cornea that acts as a screen. Yeah. So, basically it's, it's like projecting without projecting. Your mind is seeing this. You're, you're, you're visually yeah, seeing these things. Yeah. You see it, but it's like, it's like on your cornea. So it's just kind of floating in your field of vision. It's not right on a screen like that you have to hold in your hand, like a smartphone. So everybody, and that's that's what that's how she's seeing those circles around people's heads and the numbers floating out beside them is that's all in yeah. her eyeball. Yeah, basically, it's right. think of Google smart glasses without, in a contact lens. In a contact basically. lens, pretty much. That that's pretty yeah. much what it is. Right. Yeah. And and stuff like that is coming. Yeah. I mean, way. you're right. It so, is. Uh, that that's the first thing you notice in the episode is like there's all this stuff and everybody she interacts with. You hear this little whoosh, doo doo doo, yep. Whoosh, doo 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 doo, yep. And what she's what's happening there is based on an interaction that she is having with these people. They are rating her, and right. she is rating them exactly. So basically, it's like a it's on a five star system, 
and um, like as she's jogging, you know, when she's she's interacting with this other group, it's all smiles and hey, it's good to see you guys, and you know, you you know, your workout is do, is really good, looking great, and all da, da 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 this kind of stuff, and then suddenly there's a whole bunch of these like swipes, and they're rating her, her rating is going up, their rating is going up, and that's that's kind of like what the entire society does. Every interaction that you have with a person is rated based on context. Um, what else? I mean, you have right. context, you have tone of voice. Yeah. Appearance, appearance, um, service. I mean, just anything yeah. and everything. So yeah. it's crazy. And, and shortly into the episode, you see her, the uh, Bryce standing in front of a mirror laughing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> And then she just goes stone face. Yeah. yeah like and then she stoic. laughs again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like stone face practicing those gestures. Exactly. She is almost sociopathically. Yeah. I mean, she's training herself to laugh even if she doesn't feel it. Right. Because and that's going to affect how other people perceive her. Right. And she's trying her best to, to make it as sincere as possible. Yeah. She, yeah. To make it look as real as possible. Yes. Yeah. And why would that matter? Well, I mean, it, it all has to do with that interaction that she had with that person. So she has this interaction. Everyone's laughing. Everyone is, is it's, it's, it seems sincere. She gets a higher rating, which boosts her score. Yeah, but so what? It's Facebook. What, it what does it matter what, what your number, so what your score is? The score in this episode, though, is what you, in, the entire society is based on. So, like, if you are a 4.1, you have done pretty well, and you will be granted access to things that maybe a 2.8 would not be able to do. Um, or, you know, basically those scores, though, are, will set your social standing. All right. All right. So, for example, again, early on in the episode, she arrives at work. Yes. It's the first time you follow her to her place of employment Mm -hmm. she goes into the elevator she goes in the elevator she gets off she has an interaction with a lady in the elevator that that you can tell they are both they're so faking it and they are and like even in that scene like they have the little touchpad in their hand and they're they're looking at the walls kind of away from one another right and 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 they're looking up each other's basically profile yeah their feed and they're able to ask one another questions about the cat or about this or about that And then they'll rate one another. Um, now that you you find out that the girl that's in the elevator, I think she was a four point six or a four point seven, whereas yeah, something like that. Um, the redhead girl, I can't. Lacy, Lacy, yeah. is a four point two. I think at the time. Yeah. At the time. So um, the thing is, is when you're interacting with someone that's a, at a higher rating than you, and they gives you give you a rating that will help to boost your status even more. If they rate you highly. If they rate you highly. Um, if they don't rate you highly, then it can ding you quite right. a bit as well because their opinion matters more because they have a higher rating. Exactly. <laughs> it's crazy. And so when she gets into work, she sits at her desk and this nervous looking guy comes up to her holding this tray of drinks and he's like, oh, Lacey, I've got all I've these got blenders. Smoothies. I bought them yeah. from the smoothie store. It's organic. And she's like, okay. And she's like freaked out a little bit. And he's like, and uh, like they're from that lo- smoothie store you like. They're yeah. totally organic. And, and she's she, like, oh, she okay. looks up at him and he's like a 3.2. So he's trying to boost his numbers. And so she takes the shake 
and she drinks it and he's just like staring at her just like oh oh what are you are you gonna what are you gonna do is so that? she picks, and up, she her picks up her keep- phone and smiles at him and flips her thumb and you hear that yeah and he's like oh thank you yeah and he walks away and and her coworker sitting across the aisle from her is like what did you do and she's like well he he bought me a smoothie jess or jess i think it was his name i can't remember brought me a smoothie and the guy's like oh he's on and she's like, but he's a 3.1. What happened? And he's like, oh, you didn't know? And Lacey's like, no, I didn't know. And the guy across from her, he says, uh, he broke up with so-and-so. And and she's so like, oh, no, how, yeah, bad wh- for, how bad for Jess? And the guy goes, no, 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 no. We're on the other person's side. And she's like, oh, yeah, of course we are. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So the interaction that she has with the coworker, then at that point you start hearing the little because other coworkers have, have overheard this conversation. Well, and they saw her take his smoothie, and they are now like dinging her. They're, they're yeah, they're downvoting Lacey because she was nice to the bad guy. We don't like him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so after after all of that, I mean, she goes, she goes, and and the thing is. In this episode, um, her lease is coming due. Basically, um, right? She is yep. living at home at this has this apartment with her brother, and she has this. Um, they they have like just about three or four weeks left on their lease, and she has to find another place because her brother basically says, "Listen, I've got a place to go. One of my gaming buddies has got an extra room. I'm going to go move in with him, and you're on your own to go find whatever." So right. she goes to this wonderful looking place this like it's like a um it's it's a lifestyle experience it's a lifetime yeah and basically it's a lifestyle living and the homes are all cookie cutter and they're perfect right and and it's a little condo yeah and there's a on-site hairstylists and restaurants yeah, so they're only and all the stuff and, is only available to residents yeah and you have to be or you don't have to be you um it it will it so, helps you to be a so, 4.5 so she, or above because if yeah. not if you're a 4.2 you don't get as good a discount well, or as good a just, a rate just to give you guys an idea she meets with a real estate agent and they look at the place and she's in love she loves the place she loves the amenities and all the extras and she sits at the real estate agent and says how much are the payments so and the real estate agent goes, well, you're a 4.2, so it's this. And, and she, she just flips the tablet around and shows her the tablet. And she goes, oh, ooh, how, how often? often are those? <laughs> She's, She's like, like, oh, weekly. That's a week. Yeah. And Lacey like, flips out. Her jaw hits the table and the real estate agent, oh, is that more than you were thinking? Yeah, that's a little much. Yeah. So she says, she well, says, well if you were, if, you know, all you got to do is qualify for our it's like super saver program would be yeah, well, a 4. like 5. like yeah. our prime influencers program or yeah. something like that. So four point five is what you need to. And you gotta be a yeah. And she's like, oh, do I qualify? And, and the real estate, like, no, 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 no. You have to yet. be a four point five. Yeah. So at that point, she's like, okay, I can do this, and she goes out to I guess a consultant to where yeah, and, and repu- they, reputation consultants or something yeah, like that. And they they like look at her profile. They look at who she interacts with. They look at the trend line of her interactions and her likes or, or whatever. Right. Um, yeah. They pull and, up like her history and see that she's got a steady upward trend. Yeah. 
And so they look at all of these things and they're like, so yeah, we think 4.5 is, is very attainable. And she's like, how quick can this possibly happen? They're like, we're thinking probably 18 months. And she's like, Oh, I need something a lot quicker than that. And uh, so then they start dialing in. Okay. If you need your numbers to go up this amount, then you need to start having meaningful interactions with someone outside your like, inner circle, your core people that you always interact with. Right. And they well, need to and, be and it was high be- quality interactions with people that are also in the upper numbers. Right. Well, it was because all of her core friend group, her inner circle, as they called it, uh, were all mid threes to low fours. Right. And so they were telling her, like, if you need, if you want to go up, you need to find high fours to give you high ratings. Yes. Because that's the, that's the, that's the fastest way to get up is to have higher rated people rate you high. And that by association, if, if high rated people like you, you must be a high rated person. Right. So it like boosts you on the tide. Exponentially. Right. (laughs) So she, she's like, okay, I can do this. And she leaves. And, and at that point she has to figure out, okay, how do I, how do I interact with these people? Right. How do I get these people to like me? Yes. And it just so happens that she gets a phone call. She's been browsing a profile for a while because this well, little girl has stalking her. kind of, yeah. Um, this girl, the, the girl's profile that she's stalking is like, she's like a 4.8. Yep. And so she gets like, it just so happens that well, she, out of the blue, this girl calls her. Well, she goes on, well, uh, no, she, but she, yeah. she goes on. Naomi's profile and upvotes like every picture of five. She does. And she starts com- commenting and leaving and voting. And then she put, takes a picture just right. out of out of random. She has this doll that she made called Mr. Rags. Yeah. And she sets it over by her little flower pot. She takes a picture with her little phone and uploads it. And right. it immediately it starts getting likes, a couple of them. Mm-hmm. And that night, Naomi calls her and is like, hey, it's been a long time since we've talked. Um, you know, we were really good friends and I would really, really, you know, all of these good things are happening. I've got this house and look at this giant ring. And she's like, ah! yeah, I mean, she was like freaks out because I mean, this thing is like a size of a golf ball on her finger. Right. Um, so she's getting married and, um, Naomi wants her right. to be her maid of honor and make a speech. And of course she's mm-hmm. like, uh, 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 and she's like, well, listen, there's going to be a lot of people. There are going to be hundreds of people mm-hmm. there. And, uh, she's, I'll send you the guest list. So she sends her the guest list. And when she scrolls through it, she sees these are all high four people, like 4.5s yeah. and ups. Hundreds of hundreds high of fours. Them. So if she can nail this speech in her mind, she's going, if I can nail this speech and I can get these people to like me, then my numbers are going to go through the roof. Exactly. So she accepts and immediately like, she's like, Oh God, what am I going to do? So she right. starts. Well, now to, the wedding is a yeah. month off. Yeah. At this point. Right. So she, but I mean, she's already kind of freaking out. She yeah, has yeah, to go yeah, back yeah. and speak with the consultant again and like right. say, well, you know, will this work? And he's like, Holy crap. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a heck of a list. Yeah. I mean, he's like impressed. So he's like, yeah, this would definitely do it. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. So it cuts to her writing and rehearsing her speech. 
So similarly to when you see her standing in front of a mirror, fake laughing, and then just going immediately stone-faced, you see like this wall behind her, the, the, the entire wall is... It's not uh, showing pictures photo from her collage, yeah, from her and childhood. And it's showing like all these pictures of these two girls together, yeah. and she's talking, and she gets to this story about being at art camp when she was so many years old, and she was alone and scared, and this nice girl came up and started talking to her, and oh my and god, a, she was so tears, nice, and the tears and, start rolling down, and. And then she, she gets finishes to, her speech and she's like, so how was that? Yeah, she's like, goes back stoic and, and like her brother is sitting there and he's like, you are an effing psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I mean, basically he just, he's like, this is the, one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. This is, a, this is like a train wreck, like running into a train wreck. I mean, it was, it's terrible. Yeah. yeah. So they kind of fight back and forth about all of this. And, um, <laughs> He's he basically calls her out on it. Oh, the only reason you're doing this is so you can boost your numbers. And she's right. like, "Well, the thing is, is we were friends." And he was like, "He's like, no, that's not what this is at all. Yeah, you want to boost your numbers. You want to get out there in front of these people and impress them so you can get this, uh, this apartment in this community and and live this fake life where there's fake smiles on every corner and yeah. everything is fake, fake, he's like, fake. He's like, you want to be a Stepford woman? Yeah, basically, he, yeah, and. So they and, fight. And he's this. like, he's like, she was never your friend anyway. She cut your hair. And, and she's like, well, I asked her to. And she did she, something else. And then she and screwed like, Greg. Yeah. And then he's, he's like, like, she fucked Greg. Yeah. And, and she's like, no, she didn't. Yeah. So, I mean, they are like at each other's throats pretty much fighting. And um, at that point, I guess that's when her taxi cab shows up, right? Yeah. So this is this fast is, forward to yeah. like the day before. The yeah, wedding. Like literally the day before the wedding. And this is when they're having this big fight. He refuses oh, to. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So she, before this, though, like a couple of weeks before this, mm -hmm. she calls the uh, real estate and goes ahead and, and gives a deposit for the new place. Right. Um, says yeah. that she wants it. So and it's non-refundable. It's basically she is she's got this apartment. So if this works, great. If it doesn't work, she's screwed. Yeah. She can't afford this place, basically. She, no, not at all. So. Um, right. yeah. So they fight, her car shows up, she leaves. Well, her first car shows up, gets tired of waiting and leaves. Right. And downvotes her. Yes. And she's like, great. Yeah. Now I've missed my car and I've gotten a ding and it's your fault. Yep. Thanks a lot. So this now I've got to call another car. Yep. So the second car shows up and she's like, my car is here. I've got to go. And he's screaming at her and she's screaming at him. And the car, you hear the car horn outside, beep, beep, beep. Yep. And she's like, I've got to go. I can't miss two. And she so grabs she, her suitcase and walks out the door. Out the door. And as she's getting in the car, you hear, doo 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 doo. Well, she's not even gets to the car. She has to come back in and get Mr. Rags, too, because she forgets him on the counter. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, I forgot and, about that. And then when she gets out, she all, she's walking out past like the edge of the, the, the uh, down the sidewalk and runs into a girl another lady and like makes her spill coffee or oh, wine yeah, or something right. like that on her. And she's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. And there's a lady turns on. She's like, really? And she downvotes her there as well. Right. And then she gets to the car or she's walking to the car and she, you hear do, 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 do again. She looks back and it's her brother that's downvoted her. So she does the same thing to him. Right. And so, I mean, at that point, numbers are starting to go from 4.3 ish, which is where I think she had made it up to starting to fall back down. Right. And she, what, 
And, she, and she at, up, they get to the airport. Yeah. She gets out of the taxi cab and she's like, thank you. I've left your tip. And yeah. you hear, do, 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 do. Yeah. Basically he, he gives her like one star and she's like, really? He's like, yeah, wasn't, a, it wasn't meaningful. wasn't a meaningful interaction or something like that. Well, no, he downvoted her because she had to, he had to wait. And she and he had and to he listen and he yeah. had to listen and he had to, to, her. to her bitching about her brother and yeah stuff. and talking about yeah talking to uh, Nene about all of yeah you know. and Nene calls while they're on the way to the yeah. hotel, uh, airport and she's screaming and squalling and the yeah. cab driver is looking at his rear mirror and he's like, like oh, shut dear up God yeah so anyway gets to the airport gets in line she gets up to the uh, the counter and she lays her little phone down in the little spot so it reads all of the data. And um, the clerk there says, oh, I'm so sorry. This flight has been canceled. At that point, she's like, oh, no, 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 no. That that can't be. I have to. I'm in a wedding. I have to be, I have to be on a flight. Right. What do you have available? And she's like, well, she kind of types for a second. She looks around. She goes, I'm not seeing anything. Everything is full. And she's like, everything like every flight is full so she does end up finding she's like oh i have one seat on standby but it's in our what was it like elite flyers club or something like that right and, and you have to be you have a, to be a 4.2 to get this seat and she goes oh well i am a 4.2 and she the lady behind the counter says no no sweetheart you are a, a 4.18 yeah so the things that had happened to her just that afternoon had pushed her just below the cutoff for the, the cutoff 4.2. for the seat that she needed to be on, which meant now she's not eligible. Right. She can't, no flights. She's not so even standby. She, she the, goes, can you the, call the, a supervisor? The first crack in the mirror you start to see. Yeah. And she, she says, can you call a supervisor? And the lady's like, no, I can't. Can you please call a supervisor? No, I can't. And she's like, can you just fucking help me? Exactly. And then she goes, that's profanity. And we have a zero tolerance policy on profanity security. And she calls security. Security comes over or is on their way over. And she's like, no, 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 don't, don't, don't call security here. I'm, I'm giving you a five-star rating. Yep. And the, uh, the people around her are like dinging her. All this kind of stuff. So at that point, um, security shows up and they He's are like, like, what's the problem? Yeah. And she's like, no problem here. And the, the lady behind the, the desk, she's like profanity and something. It was like profanity. Threatening behavior yeah, or threatening something behavior. like that. And so security at that point dings her an entire num- numeral. Like she goes from like a 4.1 down to a 3.1. Yep. And he puts her in double damage mode yep. for 24 hours. So yep. anything that she gets downvoted on counts twice double that, that amount for her. Right. And then he looks at her with a big huge smile on his face and says i need you to remove yourself from the airport immediately yeah i mean everything is so pleasant that's right you gotta go so at this point she has a a dilemma how do i get to this wedding because i she at this point she's still hey i'm gonna make it i can i can still get there yep and all the only way i'm gonna do this is i've got to rent a car and drive through the night to get there yep so that's what she does. She goes up to Hertz rent a car and there's a huge line of people. Yeah. Except for the ones that are in the fast line that are right. 4.0s or above. Yeah. There's no, there's, there's like one n- person there. Or no people. Yeah. I can't remember. Very, yeah. And they get like the new model of cars as well. Right. So she ends well, up. She, yeah. She gets to the window and he goes, Oh, you're a 3.1. Yeah. You only qualify for our budget line. Yeah. Which is like a whatever model two or generation two. And she's like, they still make twos. Yeah. 
She's like, oh my God, I can't believe you can still even have those. Yeah. So she gets in this old crappy electric car because all the cars in, in, the fu- in this future are electric. Yeah. And it's got a HUD display on the windshield and she's pecking around and Everything is in car, like Russian. Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know Sla- what language some that was. Slavic but, language. Yeah, the car is talking in the foreign language. The, all the text on the screen is in this foreign language. She obviously can't read it. it. She finally gets it started. Yeah, and takes off. It takes off. So she's rolling through the night. She's like, and Nene calls her, yeah. and she's like, "Hey, where are you at?" And she's like, "Well, she's like, yeah, your fl- plane landed, or you're, yeah. you're late. Where are you?" And she's like, "Well, I the flight." was canceled and I had to rent a car, but I'm still going to make it. I'm going to driving through the night. And she's right. like, can you even, that's like nine hours. Can you even do it? She's like, yes, I'm just going to make it a road trip. I'll be there. Yeah, I'll Don't be worry. there. Don't worry. Yeah. And she's like, okay, all right. So at that point, like all of her, like the bachelorette party is going on, all of her friends show up and they basically just, she cuts off and, and there's no upvote after even she upvoted that conversation. Yeah. Her, <clears throat> so Naomi doesn't upvote her back. Right. So um, she's driving through the night. At some point, middle of the night ish, she hears an alarm going off in the right. car. And the car says, like, Lindo, take my dog. Yeah. And basically, battery is almost depleted. Right. So she pulls into a service station to recharge. It's a second generation, and all of the chargers are like fourth generation, yeah. and they're like. So she's got like a mini USB, and all their chargers are USB C. Yes. So <laughs> she's like trying to plug it in, and it doesn't fit. Didn't even come close, and she's like, ah. So she goes up to the clerk at the window, and she was like, right. "Hey, do you have a charger that will fit a generation two? And he was like, "Uh, no." He looks around, and she's like. Well, I've, that's what I've got. And he's like, wait a minute. You, they didn't give you one at the rental? And she's like, no. So he's like, sorry, ask around. Yeah, ask around and see if somebody's got one. Yeah, so she gives him his five-star rating for trying to help. Yeah. And he gives her a one-star rating. And she's like, really? And he's like, wasn't a meaningful interaction Yeah. yeah. at that at that point. So she and he goes, goes back to watching his porno. Yeah, on, on his phone. So... And um, she goes from car to car asking. And, and it, you could see the people in the cars look at her and like they're like cower well, away from her. Yeah, because she's kind of she's kind of looking psycho at this point. Well, and she's only a three. Right. Right. Because when they you look at her, you can't interact with a three. Right. So she finally gets to a point where she's asked everyone. She goes over and she she's just sitting and waiting, um, kind of just. I guess she's just kind of going through a thought process. What do I do now? How do I get out of this situation? Yep. Um, g- grabs her bag and she ends up going to hitchhike. Yep. And I can still make it. I yep. can hitchhike. Exactly. And going down the road, she's trying to stop people. And like, there was, there's even one interaction inside the car and they're like, they're like, the wife is like, stop, stop. She looks like she needs help. And the husband's like, no, she's a 3.1. She, right. she's on her own. Yeah. And they like zoom on past her. Yeah. They slow down. Yeah. Until he can see her rating, and then he's like, no, 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 she's yeah. only a three. So as she's walking, eventually there's a, a truck that pulls up. So the lady opens the door, and she's like, hey, you need to, you look like you need a uh, ride. Right. And when Lacey looks up, yeah. Yeah, Lacey when Lacey looks, up, looks at up at her, or yeah. 1. 1. 1.4, I think. Yeah. 1.4. And she's like, oh, no, I'm okay. I, I, I'll just walk. And she's like, 
it's okay. Come on. You need a ride. Where are you going? And yeah, so, she's like, you're out in the middle of nowhere. Who are you kidding? You're yeah. not, you're, you're not walking. Yeah. So she ends up getting in the truck with this lady and, you know, very covertly browsing through her, her profile. And she's like, what are you doing? Checking for like, um, I don't know, red flags because I'm a 1.4. And she's like, ah. and she's like, listen, when you start to shed all of that, then you, you're going to feel a lot better. And she tells her this story. Yeah. About her life. She's like, I used to be just like you. You remind me a lot of you. And she's like, really? And she's like, uh, you know, Lacey's like, really? She's yeah. like, yes. Susan is the truck driver's name. S- Susan? Yeah. Okay. So Susan is like, um, she tells her sh- that at one time she was a 4.6. Mm-hmm. And um, Lacey's like, what? A 4.6? And she goes, yeah. I, I was a 4.6. She said, I used to run the numbers like crazy. I used to, to be a slave to all of that. She said, but here's the thing. My husband, he ended up with pancreatic cancer. When he was having treatments done, I five-starred every person that walked in the room to get my numbers up. And eventually we came, we came to a point where they, they gave, or they want, they were going to give him a special like treatment. It was like a, a A trial, a trial treatment. And she said, what happened was he was, she was a 4.6. He was a 4.3 and they gave his bed to a 4.4 and he ends up dying. So, well, and her thing too was like, you know what? Cancer don't give a shit what your rating is. It doesn't. It doesn't. The cancer kept growing, kept moving, kept doing what it does. Right. So at that point, she was like, this is, it's stupid. She goes, so I started telling people what I thought. And I found out really quickly, a lot of my friends don't like truth. And so her numbers went from 4.6 down to 1.4. But man, she was feeling a lot better. I mean, she really, right. you could tell that, like, just looking at that so, character right. versus Lacey's character. Looking at Susan versus Lacey, even in the beginning of the show, Lacey was just wound like a spring ready to snap. Pop. Yeah. And then and Susan, Susan's just laid back. Hey, honey, how you doing? Yeah. I mean, it is it is daylight and dark, yeah. these two characters. Now, saying, one thing we skipped over that I do want to bring in because it, it kind of shows the import of all this. Okay. So the guy that brought the smoothies. The next day, Lacey comes back to work. We, we skipped this pretty oh, quick. Yeah. So I, I, oh, yeah. He couldn't get in the door. He couldn't get in the building because his number had gone too low. He had lost his job because his rating from other people was too low. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, some of the other stuff we're talking about, like the car rental and the bus and the plane ticket and stuff. But, I mean... It, it could seriously impact your life. Like this guy lost his employment right. because of his numbers. So, all right, so back to the, we're in the truck. We're with Susan. We're going down the road. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she's going down the road and eventually she gets to a point where Susan's like, or she's asleep and Susan's like, listen, I've got to head this other direction. Yeah. You're only about 30 miles from the, the, the where place you're where going. you're going. So, you know, you can catch a bus from here. Yeah. And a lot says, of buses I, run this, yeah, run this through here. And I just so happened to leave you a little something, something in your suitcase if you need it. And um, call it an escape hatch. Yeah, call says. it an escape hatch. Yeah, that's pretty much what she said. So um, at that point, they part ways. Yep. So we follow Lacey at that point, trying to find a ride 30 miles on into 
the the wedding. The wedding. Yep. Um, and she ends up in a in a restroom, and she overhears. Right. It's, kind of, it's kind of like a rest stop, rest area looking yeah. kind of place. She overhears some people. These two girls come in and they're talking about a television show, kind of a, a Star Trek type thing, right. where they're dressing up and they're kind of going. They're going to a convention. Yeah, they're on their way to a con. Yeah, and um, so she overhearing this, it is in the spot where she's going, this island that she's going to, and she was like, oh, "Ooh, I can, I can, I can manipulate this situation. I can get on that." So you can see the wheels turning. Yeah, and she goes and she starts like researching that show. And she comes out of there. She comes out of her stall, and she's like, "Are you guys going to?" Because they're in all. They, both of the other girls are in full costume. Yeah. And she looks at them, and she's like, "Are you guys going to such and such con?" And they say, "Yeah, we're going." Oh, I'm I'm trying to get there, but my dad he doesn't understand, and we had a big fight, yeah. and my friend is already there, and she's got my costume. Yeah. And is there any way I could hitch a ride? And they're like, oh, and they're, "Yeah, we got well, yeah, come on, we got plenty of room in the RV." Come on with us. So, like, so she, she gets in. They get on the road. The looks that she gets in the RV though are like priceless, dude. Yeah, all the people in the RV are in like these metallic suits with green paint on their skin and giant pink hair and all this stuff. And she's just wearing a dress. Yeah. And all yeah. these people are staring at her like, "You weirdo." <laughs> and she's talking about her friend and and then, and, and we're you know I'll be there in a minute. And, and Naomi and, calls. And then Naomi calls and she's like, "This is my friend." Yeah. Hold on a minute. And she talks to Naomi and Naomi's like, look, I don't know where you are. You're too late. Don't come. Don't come. We've already got, I've got another person that's going to do the maid of honor thing. Just forget it. Yeah. And, and Lacey's no, 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 no. I'm, I'm on my way right now. I'll I'll be there. I'll be there in just a few minutes. minutes. And at that point, she's like, nope, we're done. Hang up. And no, here's the thing. Naomi's like, you are a 3.2. Whenever I asked you, oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, about whenever that, yeah. I asked you to do this, you were a four point four point three. She goes, and I can't have a or no, she was even lower than that, two point eight or something. Yeah, she was like a two point eight. Like, I now. cannot have because a bunch a of people 2. were down voting her for hitchhiking. Yeah, she's like, I can't have a two point eight anywhere close to this. She goes, a four point three. We whenever we did ran the numbers, yeah, it looked good for us to help a four or have a four point three because. That looks sincere, like someone from your past that you just, you know, that that you, you are still a buddy care with, for. that you care for, even though they're not in the, the greatest of shape. And it ran our when we ran the numbers, you were going to help us out so much. And she's and you can see on her face was like, wait, 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 I'm getting played. Yeah, Lacey's the, like, I can't believe. Yeah, and she and Lacey and the, says like, I can't believe and that she's you like, were just oh, using me to like, raise oh, your numbers up. up. She goes, you know, you were doing the same thing. You were playing the numbers game too. So. She's like, I sent you that guest list full of high fours, and you were all about it. Yep. So basically, she's like, "Oh, I'm coming. I will be there." And and at that point, Nene hangs up. Yep. And Lacey's so, on this bus, and she's like, "By the way, I've never seen your stupid show." <laughs> so off the RV she comes. Yep. She's sitting on the side of the road. And uh, she's getting desperate, yep. and she just runs out into traffic, like flailing her arms, like just stop the car. Yep. And people are laying on their horns, swerving around her, and, and downvoting her, downvoting her mm-hmm. like crazy. And she just finally she gives up. She sits down. She opens her book. She opens her suitcase, and what what's in there? What did Susan give her? She gave her the red thermos. There was a blue thermos and a red thermos. Blue thermos, <laughs> blue and red. Yeah, blue thermos is black coffee. Red thermos. 
is whiskey. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so she gave her the red thermos, and next scene that we see is good old Lacey putting bubbles in that thing, buddy. She's got it turned up. Yep. She's getting a little <laughs> sauced. She's stumbling down the interstate. And she eventually get, hears, like, overhears, I guess, uh, the sound of, like, an ATV. Yeah. You hear, like, a high, like high a, wine engine like yeah. that. And she goes off to the side, and she goes and finds this guy that's riding, like, in the dirt there on a four-wheeler. And um, she's like, hey, can I borrow your bike? And then we see her with the helmet on, on a four-wheeler, on the interstate, heading toward... Yeah. And she gets to... Wearing the, a bridesmaid dress. You wear, no, not yet. Not yet. She's not going to bridesmaid Oh, no, not yet. yet. Okay. So she gets to, like, the gate of this community. And if you are not a... Four, point, four or higher or something. 4.0 or yeah. above, you are not... Pro, like you Strictly are enforced. Strictly enforced. No no one lower than 4.0. So she has to find another way in. She does. She goes around till she eventually um, rides, rides the ATV down to a, po- a point where she ends up in the mud. Like in this yeah, like the ATV crashes area. and she falls off into yeah. the mud. And then she goes up to the edge, gets to the fence there. She, you can see that she's going to try to climb over it. And the next scene we see her is she is in the bridesmaid dress. So she's changed clothes and um, her makeup has ran all down her face. Like yeah. she's got like mascara. Plum, yeah. And her hair is disheveled and the dress is half hanging off and she's, and she's muddy, muddy and she's sneaking around kind of trying to make her way into this wedding. Right. And she finally sees everybody. She hears, People on the PA system congratulating the bride and groom and way I to go. I think the best man is making his speech or finishing up his speech. Yeah. Yeah. The best man is finishing his speech. Big round of applause. She sees everybody and she knows that's where she's got to go. Yeah. And she walks over and finds herself. A and mark. as she's stumbling through into the crowd, Naomi sees her and grabs her new husband and is like, you got to get this girl out of here. Yeah. She's crazy. Yeah. Of course, the husband is like, no, I think I want to watch this. <laughs> well, no, he, no, the husband, the husband says, uh, you know, what, do, what do you want me to do? Tackle her? That's not going to get our numbers any, any good. Right. Right. So, I mean, so, it's all a numbers game, even to the, even the bride and groom, it's a numbers yeah, game. Yeah. So, it, Naomi so, finally weasels her way into the crowd and grabs a mic. She, yeah. She's got the microphone. And she's going to give her speech. Come and hell she or starts giving, she starts giving her speech talking about, Growing up in the art camp and eight year old scared and all this stuff and boo hoo hoo and and yeah they wind up they get they, the whole time security is like she ends up coming saying in something on her. like screw the environment or something like that well the whole time security is like, like coming in on her and, and she she looks around and she finally sees this big cake knife yes and she grabs it up and she's like brandishing it like she's gonna stab him with it and yeah keeping everybody at bay while she's making her speech. And yeah, and then eventually she just had it and she's just... Yeah, she's just going off. <clears throat> well, yeah, because I think Naomi says something to her, directly to her. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. Uh, but at this but, at this point, though, I mean, I mean, everything has come unwound. Yeah. I mean, she's she just is, completely crashed. Yeah. And it's just sheer desperation. Yeah. And she gets tackled and yeah. ends up being carried away. Yeah. And she's, she winds up in jail. Yeah, and they zap her eyes and take away the thing where she can see the numbers, and she ends up in a cell, and across from her is another person in a cell, and she like instinctively, like instinctually, 
her hand goes up and starts swiping as if there's a phone there right. or that little touchpad there, but it's not. And she, cause she's looking at this person, try to figure out what their number is. Right. And or, or their profile or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, what, what are you looking at? And she's like, oh, I don't know what I'm looking at. He goes, well, I don't like your brazier. Because she, she had taken she, off the bridesmaid she, dress yeah, and she's point, just wearing her undergarments. Yeah. yeah. And he's she's, he's like, well, I don't like your brassiere. And she's like, well, I don't like your face or your hair. And he's like, well, I don't like your your face. And she's like, well, I don't like your whole head. And they just kind of go back and forth. And, and they like, keep get insulting each other a little more and a little more. And they're both smiling while they're doing it. Yeah. And I mean, it's just like, it, it's like cathartic. They're just like. It's like this release for both of them. Right. And the they've been so fake polite and nice yeah, for and, so long that And they like this the the whole episode ends with them just basically screaming at one another. Right. And that's the end of the episode. It's like after we wa- after I sat and watched this thing, and I watched it yesterday, mm-hmm. I, I was like, okay. That society is kind of scary because that could happen. Something similar that to that could happen because every one of us has Facebook. I mean, if right. you want to want to see what we post, go to facebook.com forward slash two months podcast. Right. I mean, we have it's give there. us a like. Yeah. Give us a like. Get I our mean, numbers what, up. That's what we're asking. Um, so it's it's one of those things where. The, the the parallels between this episode and what could really be is scary. It's very scary. Right. And now so I know there's people out there that are going, there's a big difference between Facebook and what you guys were just talking about. True. And that's true. There is a big difference between Facebook and, and what we were just talking about. But I told you that we would talk about how some of this technology exists currently and how it's implemented. So that's it for the episode. Now let's talk about where this technology is at and how it exists currently. Yeah. And and I know a lot of people are probably thinking wait, Facebook wait, <laughs> and, and all that. And no, we're not talking about Facebook. We're not gonna, yeah, no, it's not Facebook because not Facebook. here's the thing. F- Facebook is purely social media. I mean, it it's if you want to know something about a person as, as far as a profile goes, you can go right. and look that kind of stuff up. You right. can like them, but it really doesn't have any kind of social influence on them. Right. And what we were talking about in the episode is all social based. So it was all interactions with other people and then those people vote you up yeah, or down. rated you. So that's that's one difference. Now, what we're going to talk about now is a real thing that's going on right now in the world in China. Yeah. Um, it's a thing called Zima Credit, and it's not it's Z H I M A, not like the not like the old alcoholic drink. beverage. Yeah. Uh, and this is from a subsidiary of the Chinese version of Amazon, which is called Alibaba. Right. Uh. What is the Zima credit? Well, it started off as kind of like just a credit agency, sort of like TransUnion or Experian or Equifax or something like that. And what this was was a way for people, because in China, it's a communist country. There really was no way before this. So this was a way for people to establish that they were trustworthy, that they were reliable financial people and 
it quickly developed the specifically the Zima credit was a phone app. It tied into everything and it got to be where uh, you could do pretty much a lot of things with this phone app. Everything but, from purchases <clears throat> to likes to creating lists to doing all of these things. But you could, I mean, it was kind of like you had all of this, but there was like a cloud that it was all tied to. Right. And, and so what the, the, the key distinction I want to make first off is that in, in the show, everything is socially based. Everything right. is based off of in this, in China, in real life, this is a corporation that runs this and determines. So it's more market based. Right. And the scary part is the way everything is set up in China, Alibaba has pretty direct ties to the government. Right. And so the government is able to exert some influence over some. these rating systems. S- some. <laughs> some influence. Um, well, I mean, Alibaba swears that this is they, that, that it's not controlled by the government. Well, I, they can so, say that, though, and, and they're not. However... When you have a government that can influence the business, they're going to influence it as much as they can. Um, this system True. was implemented in 2014. Um, in right. 2014, when this thing started, it started off fairly small. Um, it started off with rating what you purchased and the things that you did in the market, um, like like you were saying to help to boost your rating, to boost your score, to say, okay, this person, if they wanted to get like, say a credit card, or if they wanted to get um, like premium tickets to a a sporting event or something like that, it could push them to the front of the line for those things. Um, So they were able to do this and they started this, this system started like, like I say, it started gathering data on everyone that was hooked up to it. Anybody, and and this was a completely voluntary process. Like you had to go get the app and download the app and submit your information. This wasn't like some government mandate that all citizens had to do this. This was just a totally voluntary process. People were flocking to it. Right. And there was another uh, system called Alipay, which which is the Google Pay or. Yeah, it's basically a pre like a precursor almost to Google Pay because uh, this was uh, set up in 2013, 2014. And a lot of the stuff with the Alibaba is based off of the story, right. Alibaba and the 40 Thieves. Uh, so a lot of their names are similar or tied to that folklore. Like Zima is the Chinese word for sesame. Oh, I didn't know that. So cool. Zima... Sesame, uh, Alibaba, Open Sesame, right? Ah, nice. So it's all that? tied into that. We pay, WeChat Pay was the the precursor to Alipay. Was started in 2013. Started using QR codes, and a QR code, if you don't know, is basically like a fancy f- square barcode that looks like a digitized print. It's not the bar lines. It's like a bunch of little dots, boxes, like yeah, and they're in a square pattern. I'm sure you've seen them somewhere. Yeah. The first year with this QR scanning system and WePay Chat, Alipay mobile payments reached nearly seventy billion dollars. Okay, well, that's insane. Yeah, and this was in 2013. Right. So what is it today? You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, those numbers are in here too somewhere. 
But the thing that blows my mind is, you know, everybody thinks that, like America leads the world. How many people here use their phone to pay for anything? I mean, that's I mean, out realistically. There. I not mean, a people, whole lot, but do. I mean, yeah, but it's not as nearly as much as say, as as what this is. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is today in China. Almost no one carries cash. And I mean, that's similar here, but we all have cards, right? They They use their phones for everything. You go to the gas station, Alipay. You need a taxi, Alipay. Go to McDonald's. You go to McDonald's, Alipay. Everything takes Alipay. You just hold your phone up, beep, you pay. That's it. So it's, it's worked its way. It's pretty much every aspect of life for most people over there. And... Uh, you know, it, it's kind of like Amazon here would be the the closest equivalent that as we would readily understand. Goes, yes. So here's the thing, though. Okay, you, we've got all of that, and it's it's doing this. Okay, so they, they're using this phone app to pay for pretty much anything and everything right. all throughout society. But there is this rating system that they are using right through this system. And there's real-world consequences to this rating system that they are now using. There was one article that I pulled up that I was reading where it was talking about depending on what you buy, when you buy it, it will either boost or it'll ding your rating. One of the things that, they, that I, the, the examples that they gave was a, um, a person goes out and buys a couple of video games. The system sees that person as... Well, they must be a little bit on the lazy side because they're buying video games and they're just going to sit at home playing video games. Whereas another person goes out and buys um, diapers and formula, they go, oh, they're a parent. They're taking care of a child. So they must be a better person in society for doing this. So it rates them based on the purchases that they make. Now, this also opens up other aspects, whereas like what you were talking about earlier, the guy that couldn't get in the building because he lost his job, mm-hmm. depending on your rating through this system, certain jobs are either open to you or they are not. There is certain even like even like certain services like buying first class tickets on an airplane. If you have a high enough rating in that system, then you could purchase those or not. There are schools that was limited. If you are not using this system and you're not rated high enough, then you can't, you wouldn't be, um, you wouldn't have access to this, this education level. It was, it was like the, the, the list of things that they said that, that they had in there that were real world application of this system working its way, um, either before, uh, you know, for or against someone was phenomenal. Right. It was huge. Yeah. So what we're talking about right now is the Alipay, which started in 2013 and their new system of rating people that they started into, which is which is similar to our credit rating system here. Right. Uh, In 2014, the Chinese government issued the planning outline for the construction of a social credit system 2014 to 2020. This plan was designed to increase the amount of trust in Chinese society. Right. Based on your rating. Based on your ratings. Because in China, apparently, there's a huge problem with scams and frauds. 
Like okay. it's a big thing. And they have a word that they use that I saw a couple times, but now I can't find it. But but basically, if you try to go to somebody's house, they're basically the first thing they want to know is how do I know you're not a scam artist? Like that's that's where their level of trust is in the country is is not like, like you know, somebody comes up trying to sell me a vacuum cleaner. It's like, I got a vacuum. I don't need it. Thanks. Not. Are you trying are to you, scam Are me? you a scam? Yeah. Are you a scammer? That's not my initial reaction, but apparently that is a very common thing there. Huh. So the government wants to come up with this plan of, you know, a way to rate people so you know They're if this person is trustworthy or not, which sounds good in theory. In theory. <laughs> but China has a, a very long history of this type of system. They they call it the Dengan. I'm probably saying that wrong. It's a Chinese word. I don't know. But that it's very similar to like what the Nazis used to do in keeping these detailed records yes. on individuals. Yeah. And so that's, they've, they've been doing this for years and years and years. This right. isn't new, but this is the Dengan or however you say that word was like a paper record kept on you. So basically you had to do something worthy of being written down first. Right. And yeah. then they have the Huko, Hukau, which was a household record for like your entire family as a collective unit. They've used these lists for decades to to control travel and stuff, especially in across the country borders. Basically, your family name, if it's good, you right. get certain things. If it's not, it's the whole honor system that they keep over there. Yeah. And uh, other things happen. So a few different places have started their own initiatives. Uh, the city of Rongcheng assigned each resident a starting score of 1,000 points. And then based from that score, they would either deduct points for stuff like traffic violations, jaywalking, any littering. anything littering, anything yeah. like that that you get caught doing. Yeah. Or you could earn points by doing things like volunteering, donating money to charity, things like that. If you're a really good citizen, if you get your number up really high, you get your picture outside of town hall. If you're a really bad citizen, they start doing things like you probably aren't going to get a good government job. Other things that they kind of limit you isn't, to. Isn't there also public shaming that they do? Not here. That's another ah, okay. initiative in a different place. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the system was designed to try to be objective about it, but... You know, people are people. So, right. and then something too. Here's okay. So before you go any further with this, here's the thing that, that one of the the thoughts that I had when I, when reading over these three or four articles and watching this episode of mm-hmm. of this manipulation of this system, people manipulating because, like you say, people are going to be people. You know, who's who's to say that someone isn't going to go out there, they're going to buy a video game, and then they're going to go buy two or three packs of diapers, throw them in the trash as they leave, and, you know, boost their score, you know, just trying to work the system the same way that Lacey was trying to work the system in this episode. You know what I mean? This is this this system, it, even though it is a... It's, it's, it has to be broken. Well, now, I'm, I'm talking about the government... The wrong Chang system. Okay. Not the Zima credit system. Okay, 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 okay. Because the, 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 the system that they're using at wrong Chang is just you have to be documented doing this thing or doing that thing it publicly. Like, right. So it's it's not 
Now, the Zima credit system is a little different, uh, but it's not completely separate from the government social credit system. Okay. Uh, even though they claim that it's not controlled by the government. Uh, so Alibaba is one of eight companies that was given a license to pilot these alternative credit measures, these credit score measures. But the government maintains these lists that they have had for decades. And now Alibaba and Zima has access to those. So they use those when they're factoring in to your system. So, yeah. So so basically it's, it's, it's a multi-tiered system. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where even though you, I mean, you've just been using Alibaba now for the last, you know, four years, realistically, there's a couple of decades or more of history that they now can pull from. Right. Which creates this entire social picture of you or your family. Um, Mm -hmm. And I mean, how that weighs in on what you do and, and, and what you have access to is crazy. Um, that's, it's one of those things where you have to look and say, okay, so the system itself has to be, it needs to have some sort of objectivity about it, but it doesn't because this whole system is, is based around, I don't know, social, I don't even want to say norms, but just this just this crazy rating system. I mean, it's just it's to me it blows my mind just just the thoughts of this. Yeah. So you were asking a little earlier about the scale, right? So today, I mean, not specifically this date, but in relative terms, the right? In current time, five point five trillion dollars were made via mobile payments in China. <sighs> See, that's insane. But now again, to contrast, to contrast, in the United States, one hundred twelve billion in mobile pay. Mobile but now pay. here's the thing, though: if you were to if you were to take those numbers, though, and go, okay, yeah, that's that's right. But what about if you were to take into context our credit card swipes or our debit card swipes? Well, right, but that's what I'm saying. So this this mobile pay system is all controlled pretty much by Alibaba. Okay. Five trillion dollars worth of payments have gone through Alibaba. That's like saying, like, it's like, like for example, like basically saying so, so Discover get, Card. We're going to give you the entire bankroll of the United States, and you everything's going to come through you guys. Well, I'm I'm going to make it even better because I'm I'm going to tie it to something that we can kind of understand here. Okay, so first off, they started Alibaba started doing the the mobile payment system and Zima Credit. Okay. So, and then now they've integrated in to where you can add your friends in Zima. Zima app now has a friends thing. So you can, and you can chat with your friends and keep up with them and post pictures and, Mm. and all this stuff on there. And so there's all these other new avenues. Alibaba itself is basically China's version of Amazon. That's where it started. Okay. So now, if you will imagine if in this country, Amazon, Facebook, and Google were all the same company and controlled pretty much everything. <laughs> oh my lord! And I they mean, were really—that's that's the truth of it, though, isn't it? That's kind of what Alibaba is in China. Yeah, it's basically Amazon, Facebook, and Google all in one company, wow. and they have access to all the data. Yeah, that's crazy. So, but but wow. imagine so imagine if but imagine if 
anything you bought from Apple or from Amazon, sorry, from Amazon, yeah. you had to pay with Amazon's app. Right. It's like and then everybody else was like, you know, that's easy. That's quick. We'll just use that app to, to process our transactions too. So now Amazon not only has access to all your purchase history for everything you buy from them, they have every time you buy gas, every time you buy groceries, every time you buy anything from anywhere because everybody pays with their phone. Yeah. So this is the level of data that we're talking about that this company has access to. That's that it's in, it's scary. It's insane scary. Right. And now they track your friends because yeah. they can look and see who your friends are in their app. And just like in Nosedive, a direct quote from a Chinese person if your friends are all high score people, it's good for you. If you have some bad credit people as friends, it's not nice. See, that's that's what I'm saying. The so, the social aspect of this mm-hmm. is so scary, so right. scary. All right. So the guy that wrote this article that I'm I'm reading from right now from Wired Magazine, Dan Winters, went back to China. He lived in China for ten years before all this stuff happened. He went back recently after this happened. And uh, he opened up a Zima credit account because that's pretty that's much how you it, have to have. That's what you have to have to pay in China. And they've got a big like rent a bike system nationally. Yeah. That's pretty popular. So he went to rent a bicycle because he had no established credit. He had to pay a $30 deposit just to rent a bike. Because he didn't have the score. Because his score wasn't high enough. See, that's that's what I'm talking about. That crazy stuff right there. Yeah. Pianzi, that's the that's their word for Scammers. scammer. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the that's what I'm saying. That's it it's just it's insane. Yeah. Um the thing that really like like I said, the one that really got me was whenever it was talking about all of those things that it limits you to. Or that, that you're limited, or that, that you're well, restricted yeah. from, I guess you would say. Yeah. Well, okay, so hold that on, just hold on just a second. Mind. So, uh, the, some of the perks you can get for having a high enough Zima score. Now, again, this is Zima. This is not the government. Right. If you're over 750, you can skip the security check at Beijing Airport. <sighs> exactly. <sighs> I mean, it's just, how does that even work? Right. The Zima Credit general manager has told reporters that they hope to obtain a list of students who cheat so that that fraud could become a blight on their Zima Credit records. See, that's what I'm saying. I mean, if you anything that you do, if it's hooked into this system, mm-hmm. it is it is literally this episode that we saw the social rating. It's social currency, is what it is. Yeah, exactly. And so, and this this is the scary part to me. So I'm just reading from the article again, Dan Winters from Wired, because of what I was talking about with like the integration of everything. Yeah. Alipay knows that at 1 p.m. on August 26th, he rented a bike outside Shanghai's former French concession, rode it to Jingang Temple, and knows at 1.24 p.m. he bought a snack in the mall next to the temple, and knows that afterwards he got a DD car, which is like a taxi, uh, into a neighborhood to the northwest. Then at 3.11 p.m. he got out of the car and went into a supermarket. It knows, because Alibaba owns the supermarket, which only accepts Alipay, that at 3.36 he bought bananas, cheese, and crackers, 
It then knows that he got into a taxi and arrived at his destination at 4.01 p.m. It knows the identification number of the taxi that drove him. It knows that at 4.19, he paid $8 for an Amazon delivery for three hours. He spent in a swimming pool. It does not know where he was. Then it knows that he rented another bike outside his hotel, rode it for 10 minutes, parked it at 7, 11 p.m. outside of a restaurant because the financial company is a strategic investor and uh, Alfo Alipay might even know, which is the company that owns the bike, they might even know the exact route he took. Why not just upload a chip into your arm and link yourself to the satellite? You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's weird. It, that that's that's insane, crazy insane. But right. I can see how it does it. I mean, if everything is used, if everything is done using your phone, there's GPS on your phone, mm-hmm. so it knows your location. Um, it's tracking every purchase that you made because you're mm-hmm. making those purchases using this one app. So yeah, the only thing that it wouldn't know is if you left your phone in your hotel room and you went down and got in the pool for three hours and hung out down there and made no purchases whatsoever, you could have even walked, you know, a quarter of the way across town and back in those three hours and it wouldn't have known necessarily where you were at. However, as soon as you grabbed your phone again, it would go, oh, here, I'm active again and you're you're moving again. Yeah. As soon as you try to pay for something or yeah, anything, they're going to know where you're going. That's scary. Now... The, the Zima credit system monitors your spending history and whether or not you pay your bills on time and you've paid your loans on time. Right. And that's the core of the system. But a, basically it, a credit score. Right. But then it veers into this weird stuff. Like there's a category in the app called connections that considers the, the scores of your contacts. It takes characteristics into consideration, like what kind of car you drive, where you're employed, where you go to school. It has a category called behavior that scrutinizes your consumer life. It zeroes in on specific purchases that they deem such as the video, such games. as video games and things. Yeah. See, that's, that's crazy. That's what I'm talking about. So here's right. the thing you've got, if, if you, if this, if this system works at all over there, there are people that are absolutely scamming that system. They have to be. They have to be able to work the numbers just the way that Lacey was trying to work the numbers in this episode. Right. But uh, there are, but uh, this guy talks to a person who had a fairly high rating in Zima. Right. And just like the, the consulting agency told Lacey in the show, high rating people can smell that coming. They, they can see that, you know, when they're trying to be worked because of their score, even in China right now. Yeah, I mean, I can see so, that too, but I don't know. Well, I mean, people do it here with their credit scores too. People game the system. They take out loans that they don't need just to pay them back, just to establish credit. True. This is true. And there are other people that, because of all this stuff, they don't want it. They don't want Zima. They don't want their everything tracked. They don't want every minute of their day on record. And then it catches up to them in other ways uh, because you've effectively become a second class citizen because you have no history. You don't have a score. I don't know if I can trust you. You might be a Pianzi. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Whenever you start applying these things in real world, in real life. And there's certain items that you can't 
access. You can't stay at certain hotels. You yeah. can't get in a certain bus. You can't go to this thing because yeah. you don't have a score because... Because you're not necessarily trustworthy. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That It's crazy. That was the part of it that really, 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 really hit home with me because I was like, yeah. man, if if that's the case, this system is set up to a point to where how could you ever kind of dig yourself out of it? Well, you can't. And, and, and that's stated right here. It's very similar to that one bad day Lacey had. The way Zima credit system is designed, once you get on a list, it sends you rapidly into a downward spiral. First, right. your score drops. Then your friends hear that your score drops and fearful that you might drag their score down. They drop you. They drop you as a friend. And then, then that the drops your score. Then the algorithm notices that you're losing friends and that plummets you even further down. And it's just like a nonstop feedback loop. Yeah. 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 Uh, see, that's that's where it gets scary. That's yes. where you really yeah, have someone scary. that was a 4.7 and they become a 1.4. <laughs> you know, I mean, and, and really... To nothing, you know, to no account of their own other than they might have had a, a bad day. Right. <sighs> and so, like, you started talking earlier about some, and I kind of cut you off because I wanted to wait till the end to get to the real impacts that this could potentially have. And we've listed a couple of them. If your score is too low, you might not be able to fly. Right. Or get on a train. Right. It, it limits your travel because your score is low enough that... You you are on either the no fly or the no travel list. Right. Uh, they can it can even affect the speed of internet you're able to get. Yep. Yep. Uh, they can ban like you said they can ban you from certain schools. Yep. I mentioned that it can keep you out of uh, employment at certain places. Right. You might not be able to stay at a certain hotel because your score is not bad enough. Here's what you were talking about in another area. Uh, they. Name and shame. Yes. Is what they call it. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's like digital billboards out there. And suddenly you're mm -hmm. popped up on it and it's a picture of you jaywalking um, because a traffic camera caught you. Yep. And, you know, it's got facial recognition software. So it knows who you are. It can ping your phone and say, oh, well, this is this person standing here at this. And then suddenly you're popped up on this billboard and say, hey, this person jaywalks. Mm hmm. Um, it may only be up there for 30 or 45 seconds, but that's enough for people to see it. And then it also goes into your score and then brings it down. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And there's a, it works the other way too. So if your score is high enough, you can get more matches on dating websites. Oh yeah. Because you're a quality guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you might be able to get a discount on your electric bill. You might be able to rent a bike without having to pay a deposit. You could get better interest rates at your bank. Faster internet speeds. Faster you, internet speeds. You can get those business class tickets on the airplane, on, right. a, on a flight. Exactly. <clears throat> See, it's... So, and now this is all still in very early stages. You, you but, say that, but here's the thing, too. This whole system is supposed to be fully implemented by 2020. 2020 so is So that's the plan. two years. That's mm -hmm. a year and a half from now, realistically. Right. So it started 2013, 2014. Well, this, Zima Zima credit started the right. the social credit system. They outlined it in 2014, so they've been working on it for this is four and a half years. years now. Yeah. So here's the thing: if it's supposed to be fully implemented here in another year and a half, yeah, they're pretty close. They're close. Yeah, and uh, and and there are they are affecting 
some things already. Right. So where do we go from here? I, I don't know. I mean, if this model of society works in China, who's mm-hmm. to say others won't adopt it? And here's something, too, that's, that really just kind of just kind of scares me. Um, when you when you stop and you step back and you look at the social impact that this has and you say you look at this and you go, OK, this category is going to make this person score higher or this person score lower. The algorithm itself or whoever wrote that program is effectively molding and shaping society. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. And that's that is extremely scary. Yeah, it's terrifying. So, I don't know. This it's it's one of those things where, you know, in the and I don't want to say in the political climate we're in, but in the social climate we're in, I should say, because when I say that, it encompasses everything. We're we're not far away from someone someone swooping in and saying this is the greatest system, and even well, even even some even someone that is so crazy and so out there can get 30% of the nation behind them. And if they can do that, then other people can be swayed. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, to to me, this sounds terrifying. Like this whole social credit system being able to impact your life and all that. But uh, here are some people who live in China. A guy who only gave his name as Chen says that he feels like in the past six months, people's behavior has been getting better and better. For example, when driving, now they always stop in front of crosswalks because if you don't stop, you lose points. At first, we were only worried about losing points, but now we're used to it. And right. that's the creepy thing to me is it's the instant, it's it's just like in not exactly like, but it's similar to the episode where she's fake laughing in the mirror to get her smile just right. It's, you know, it's not a sincere act. It's just doing it because it helps your score because it helps your score or just to avoid getting in trouble. Yeah. And maybe it doesn't matter why you do it. Maybe your motivations are irrelevant. Maybe the fact that people behave better in public is just all that matters. I don't know. I think it I should mean, be coming from a sincere place. I of, agree. I can agree with but, that. But I agree with that. Um, I don't know. The whole thing is just creepy. Like the entire process is just creepy to me. And the fact that this exists and will be like fully implemented within the next two years is on, on a sixth of the world's population. Yeah. That's it's, it's insanely scary. And stuff like this, I believe and it's already starting to look that way is going to lead to like a fractured internet. I honestly think it's already starting. It's just not to a point where people have really noticed yet, but I think basically China is going to have its own internet, you know, and, and all these other places, North Korea is going to have their own internet. So the interconnectivity of the world will kind of be broken to, into subsect. There's a term, there's a term thrown around already it, it's they're calling it the splinter net. Huh. And I can see that. I mean, we know that there are governments out there that throttle and, and limit what their yeah, well, citizens. Well, like China. Yeah. The, I mean, controls the media. Like, right. Like they'll show C-SPAN on TV. But if this, if a story starts running that contradicts 
government policy in China, the station just goes black for four minutes or however long the story's airing and then miraculously comes right back on. Yeah. I mean, they've been doing that kind of stuff for years. But anyway, guys, we're running a little long. This was a really fun episode for me. I enjoyed Hopefully this one, you guys man. enjoyed it. It's, I mean, it, this was one of those where you, there's so much that can be talked about and there's so many different avenues to look at. Um, if you out there have, you know, if, if we talked about something or touched on something and you're like, Oh, but, but what about this? By all means, throw that stuff out there to us. Um, we yeah, love discussion. Message. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, yeah. So join in. By all means, join in the discussion. Yeah. And if you've got something you'd like us to talk about, throw us a topic idea. Yeah. Uh, I am a big fan of the show Black Mirror. I've already seen all the episodes. I I think Uh, I'm going to get to. So so if you guys have a specific one that really caught your attention and thought-provoking that you would like to hear us talk about, drop us a line on that. Let us know if anything that you would like to hear us talk about. Give us some curveballs. I love research. I enjoy reading. So let us know. Uh, And how can you let us know, you might be asking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you could find us on Facebook, like I said earlier, forward slash Two Minds Podcast. You can tweet at us your thoughts at Two Minds Podcast on the Twitter machine. Yep. You can shoot us uh, an email through Gmail, Two Minds Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. So drop us a line. Let us know. And you can Um, find this episode. This episode and all of our previous episodes are on our hosting site, which is at twominds.podbean.com. And now. Oh, yes. I heard just recently. We are also now all of our episodes, our back catalog and our new current episodes will be uh, pretty quickly published on Spotify. Yay! So you can now get us on Spotify. Nice. And in this, uh, in the notes for this one, I will include a direct link to the Spotify page. Cool. Uh, just in case anybody wants to click it. Awesome, awesome. So, dude, nose dive. That was a heck of an episode. It's scary. It's scary. And what scares me even more is that it really how close it is to being a reality. Yeah. I thought the acting.